Pakistan Health System Raising from Ashes Everyone has a lot of complaints about the current health system in Pakistan. Even rich people who could afford private care are not getting quality care. The public sector situation is even worse with multiple patients lying on the same bed and hospitals routinely running out of key medicines or critical medical equipment not working. But still, we may not be aware of the extent of rot in the system. Every year, we add 500,000 new tuberculosis cases, making Pakistan fifth highest burden uh, country. Around 12 million people are living with hepatitis B and C, making us the worst affected country in the eastern Mediterranean region. More than 250,000 children die in their first 28 days of life, making Pakistan the riskiest country for young children. More children die in Pakistan than in Afghanistan, Somalia, South Sudan, Mali, and Chad. Nearly 200 mothers die out of every 100,000 giving birth. This is one of the highest maternal mortality rates in our region. In 2022, Pakistan reported more than 3.4 million malaria cases. Pakistan had the biggest outbreak of extremely drug-resistant XDR typhoid, affecting more than 40,000 estimated in two cities alone. We had the largest outbreak of HIV in young children, which was not linked to mother-to-child transmission. Four children out of 10 are stunted. This is not only an individual, individual problem, but countries may lose 3% of annual GDP because of these stunted kids. Individually, they will have low cognitive development and loss in economic productivity. Even after rehabilitation, they will have low IQs. Just take a pass and think about it. We are witnessing our national demise in intellect by keeping our children hungry. We have a major problem with infectious diseases but chronic diseases are killing us more. Neonatal disorders, ischemic heart diseases, and stroke are main causes of premature deaths in Pakistan. Malnutrition, pollution, high systolic blood pressure, and tobacco are other major causes. Reasons are obvious. Pakistan is, is even behind Rwanda in its spending on health and education. We are 164th out of 188 countries. After corruption, what is left is consumed by salaries. After that, the remaining resources are used primarily for clinical services with less than 20% for preventive care. On the clinical side, there are huge procurements, which are another avenue of corruption. A low-resource country can't provide clinical services to 220 million if it does not invest in preventing people from getting sick in the first place. Is there a way out for the Pakistan health system? Is there any realistic hope for the Pakistani population to live healthy lives? Unfortunately, there are no quick fixes, but certainly a way out of this quagmire. Here are my quick fixes. Number one, health should be discussed in the context of national security. A sick or unhealthy Pakistan, including future generations with low IQs are a national security issue. Second, we can't solve our health challenges until we fix our population challenge. Pakistan has a fertility rate of 3.4, which is highest in South Asia. Bangladesh and India have 1.9 and 2.1 respectively. 
Third, we need to fix our drinking water and sanitation issues. By just providing clean drinking water and reasonable sanitation, we could decrease more than 70% of disease burden of infectious diseases. This is not a claim, but based on pure science and historical data. Fourth, we must address malnourishment issue. There are many easy fixes available, but only the attention of decision makers is required. Fifth, we can't manage our health system without health intelligence. We need to have a representative and reliable disease surveillance system, which will not only tell us about impeding epidemics or pandemics, but also help us in effective resource utilization. Sixth, we need to provide access to quality healthcare, especially to the poor. But this should not be at the cost of diverting government funds to enrich private hospitals and their owners. Seventh and last is to empower experienced health professionals to manage the health system. Right now, experienced health professionals are sitting on the sidelines and know it all bureaucrats are running the whole health system. If you have noticed, improving the health system does not require setting up new hospitals or even focusing on hospitals. A professor of surgery or medicine could improve hospital working, but not, are not trained to plan or execute health interventions at population level. We need the right person for the right job. The article was published in the Express Tribune newspaper on February 13th, 2023.